Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you. Right back at you. You might want to turn on your microphone there, uh, Skippy. It is. Uh, that's my... Uh, it is Skippy. No, it wasn't on there before that. Uh, it, it, no, it was not. My not life was on. It was not on for your first words. Sorry, it was not on. It was not on. <laughs> so we're off to a good start. <laughs> Jeffy's already pissed. <laughs> Wait, that was, that was already ticked before the show started. So oh, well, yeah. Good morning. How are you? Welcome. Uh, welcome to the whack, program. Whack. It's a big <laughs> Friday morning this morning. In the morning time for a great time for a morning show this morning. Uh, Pat Gray unleashed this morning in the morning time. Good morning. Everybody, good morning. Uh, Jeffy's with us this morning. Thank you. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. I was looking at the sunrise driving. In. Were you? Yeah. Well, because the sun's not up yet. Yeah, I was looking uh, at so it. So kind of weird. Where it rises. It's kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> were you a few hours east of here uh, when you were driving in? Okay. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, good morning. All right. We're just uh, we delaying the inevitable I, RNC <laughs> night number four. Uh, and I, I don't know think- why. It was good. You know, I, yeah. the president's speech was great. Content-wise, it was fantastic. Yes. And then I heard, you know, and I really liked it. I, I liked his tone, actually. Uh, I don't need him to get into campaign mode. I, you know, just say good things and say them in a good way. And he did. Yeah, and he did. And, and he did. I felt like there were probably, you know, two or three times during the speech where he started going into rally mode and kind of brought himself back and then he did yeah i kept going yeah, here he, he goes he he's going into off. rally mode and then he pulled himself I'm back i'm not sure why i don't know if somebody told him look we're, we're not a rally to, yeah it's not a rally and we're not going after your base your base already loves you yeah let's go after the independents who are watching tonight yes and so kind of keep it low-key i that's that's all i can figure because it was kind of low-key and it and, it was, and I, I thought fox it jumped all over him afterwards it's like shut up that was a great speech what are you doing plus about 35 about the same amount of time uh you know 40 minutes something like that in i'm thinking uh joe biden don't want none of this right oh joe that's biden for sure don't want none uh, by of the this. way the speech did just wrap up uh yeah. <laughs> three minutes ago um i mean it could have clocked in at over I, eight and a half hours i felt like if it you're could scoring have, at home man. that was a long speech it was 70 minutes and but i was not bored with it no I mean, it was at fine. all uh, and he listed a ton of accomplishments, some of which I'd forgotten. And uh, so to spell it out like that, and he didn't lie about any of it. I mean, I don't know how much of the border wall is actually built. Um, it's hard to believe 300 miles are there when there was only, I don't know, five feet. <laughs> they, they claimed that all the, week, though. That's the number they yeah, stuck with all week. Yeah, 300 miles. Yeah. Now, I th- what that includes, what? I believe, is repaired and new. Don't bog me down with facts. Mm-hmm. The uh, he also he was saying what ten miles a day, yeah, right, yeah. That's, so I mean, it's done. That's what, what, what he's saying. It's done. Basically done. Yeah, Don't done. even worry about yeah. it. There's another promise fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, they just kept going. In fact, we've done Canada already. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't see one. Yeah, yeah you're, no, you're it's just there. not you've not been to the border yeah. yet, uh, or you're blind because we did it. <laughs> it's, it's fixed. It's the whole twenty five hundred mile border along the Canadian and U.S. It's border. Yeah, it's there. So shut up! I don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and the fireworks afterwards, wow, was that impressive? Awesome. That might have been the greatest fireworks display I've ever seen. And I've, I don't think I've ever seen something spelled out like that in it fireworks. was really cool. That was great. I mean, I... I you know, oh, here we go. Yeah. At the monument. Beautiful. Just gorgeous. And then up comes... Look at that, 2020. That's awesome. That is really cool. I mean, everyone looks at that and goes, how do they do that? Right, yeah. I mean, that was really cool. It's beautiful. And only he gets the fireworks at the monument, right? Yes. I mean... Yes, you're doing an event there. I mean, oh, we've done an event there, and we could give we, him crap for that. I we bet. could barely get a podium. I know, <laughs> that's for sure. And we were nowhere near the monument, <laughs> right? So, uh, I'm sure the the Democrats will yell and scream about that. Oh, they didn't they want him using the White House. Oh yeah, and there was his beautiful backdrop was yeah. the White House, and a whole bunch of people. I guess about like two thousand. Uh, about three of them had masks on. I think. No, so they, all, they were socially distanced. They were not on. socially distanced, <laughs> and they were not they were. wearing masks. There was, a, there was a few that had masks. That's about. Now right. I don't know if that was a statement, or everybody just happened to not worry about it. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was just, like if you can not wear a mask, please don't. Or I, I don't know because they they seem to be quite defiant on the mask. Yeah, thing. they did. But if you look, if you're not sick, yeah, and you know you're not sick, right. And you've been tested. Plus, there, there's another thing. All the testing we've done. 40 million more tests than the next closest country, which is India, with one in 1.2 billion people. <laughs> and we've done 40 million more tests than they have? Right. That's impressive. That is. I don't care who you are. That's that impressive. Uh, so it was, a, it was a really good night, I thought. Um, I, I was a little bored with the beginning. It wasn't it? It was like three hours, too. Last night, two wasn't it? Well, two and a half. Well, three. If you, I mean, Trump's seventy-minute speech made it seem like three because I mean, it started at uh, you know seven thirty, eight thirty Eastern. Yes, and so yeah, and I was thinking it was eight o'clock like the other uh, three nights, but I, I so no, I came the other, in just a, a couple tad nights late. at seven thirty-two. Oh, okay, I, I came, came in, in late every night. Yeah, because I came <laughs> in the first night. The first night was Dang. eight, and then the second, <laughs> second, third, and fourth were all seven thirty. No wonder. No wonder I missed a couple of speeches. I was wondering how did I not? How did I not see Christy Nome? Yeah, that's yeah was early I came on. in a little late. Yeah, early on. yeah, I was kind of. I mean, me too. I mean, I was okay. Let's just get. Let's introduce the president. Let's right? Go. Yeah. I I kind of liked Dana White because he's another no nonsense awesome. guy. He's a guy who's an entrepreneur. He didn't want to ruin his business. He right? wanted to do things, but he wanted to do it safely. And he worked with the administration on a way to do that. And he came back. And so far as I know, they don't have a problem with this in the UFC. Here's uh, here's what uh, some of what Dana White had to say. Hey, last everyone. Night. I am Dana hey. White, the president of the UFC. Hey, man. Many of you know who I am, going on? what I do, and that <laughs> I am friends you. with the president. I spoke at this convention four years ago. Yeah. And I'm back because I believe we need President Trump's leadership now more than ever. You got it, man. Before the pandemic, President Trump built the greatest economy in our nation's history and created opportunities for all Americans like no one before him. Financial markets hit all-time highs. Unemployment was at an all-time low. And we weren't facing the lawless destruction that now is occurring in a few of our great cities. Mm -hmm. Right? It blows my mind. 
how quickly <laughs> some of the leadership in this country has forgotten the critical role first responders play in our right. society. Thank you, Dean. Police departments and other law enforcement, even some fire departments, have faced opposition from many in this country. But they are always the people who are asked to step up when things are at their worst and put themselves at risk. That has certainly been the case during this ongoing pandemic. Come on, America. Defunding these vital positions is not the answer. All right. The first responders have always taken care of us. And now, more than ever, we need to take care of them. Now, let's talk about COVID. Okay. And let's, let's be very about honest about it. Well, right. Let's do no it. No one person and no one place could have anticipated the challenges that COVID would bring. But President Trump has faced all these obstacles head on. Right. He immediately put protective measures in place, and he reached out to the best and the brightest leading American businesses mm -hmm. across all industries to discuss what he and his administration could do to get the economy back up and running safely. Let me give you more detail. In yeah. early April, President Trump organized a task force of business leaders across the country, mm -hmm. and I was fortunate enough to serve on that task force. Firsthand, hmm. I had the opportunity to witness how hardworking and determined President Trump was to solve unprecedented problems our country was facing. Put that in your pipe. I personally yeah. observed his ability to listen and, smoke it. and understand the issues <laughs> impacting Americans of all backgrounds. It was clear his highest priority was always the health and safety of everyone in our country. Not just Republicans, not just supporters, but every single American. President Trump recognized that one of the small ways to instill a sense of normalcy in people's lives was to bring back entertainment options. The president went above and beyond to help all sports leagues involved. Figure out a way to right. overcome the challenges of staging live professional sporting events mm -hmm. in the middle of a pandemic. And you did. And you know what? Yeah, what? We did it. Yeah, that's why I, the I already UFC said that. The UFC was the first to do it. And we are continuing to do it. Now, other sports me, have joined Dan? us. Why? And some of the lessons <laughs> learned are being used to help reopen other types of businesses and schools. Mm -hmm. Make no mistake about it. We still have a long way to go. And that is why we need a leader with President Trump's unique attributes at this critical time. All right. I have we said got it. it before. Uh, Dana, and no, I, Dana going. was great. Was, I know. He, he goes on for a while longer. Um but that was really good. Yes, it was. He's a high-energy guy. Uh, he's he's a successful guy. He knows what he's talking about. He's not afraid to support the president, like I think probably many are. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, you know, you get pounded for it afterwards. You get pounded No matter who for you it, are. No matter who you are. But especially people that, you know, they think should be on their side. All black people uh, are going to get pounded, and they're... There have been many that have come forward this week and just admitted it that they're yeah. for him. It felt overwhelming, really. Yeah, it was great. It was really great. Uh, they also had a really good montage of regular people, and it was before it was before Dana's speech, I think. Uh, and then was it right before? Yeah, maybe right before him, where they had a bunch of people who, in fact, one of them was a Democratic Socialist. Yeah, who voted for Bernie Sanders last time right. and now is supporting Donald Trump and she said so you know it can happen it can happen you can go from a democratic socialist to supporting Donald Trump in just a, a short time but you have to look deeper 
And she's right about okay. that. You have to look into things. Uh, but she was obviously willing to do it and did it and had an open mind and converted. Yeah, that that mon- that whole montage, all, all really all, good. All those people in that video were you were like, wow, okay, yeah, really, really good. Welcome, right, right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We'll get into the president's speech here um, in a few minutes. What was the deal though with the opera at the end? Oh, he was great, <laughs> Christopher Macchio. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Yeah, uh, talking about what was the deal with them you're celebrating america with those songs uh yeah no that didn't really fit uh to me didn't really fit but i mean that's what republicans have access to i think that's the problem (laughs) you know (laughs) democrats democrats have bruce springsteen and paul mccartney and the eagles and all of today's stars billy eilish republicans have donny osmond maybe (laughs) And this opera guy. No, don't forget Lee Greenwood. Lee Greenwood. Don't, thank you. Don't forget about Lee Greenwood. We, there's always Lee yeah. Greenwood. And Trace Atkins. Trace Atkins showed up uh, in Baltimore after Pence. Yeah, sang the national anthem. He was he was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we got the opera guy. The opera guy, Chris Watson. He guy, was great. Now so. I looked him up because I did because uh, like you at mm-hmm. the time I thought, well, is this guy <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I watched Trump go. Put his fingers toward the crowd and point them toward the balcony. Like we're turning our, we're turning now to this guy. He was at some. He did their 2017 New Year's Eve party in New York. He's a New Yorker, mm. and mm-hmm. so I kind of think maybe that's a Melania thing. Maybe, mm, maybe. Uh, you know, I don't know. I you know, I don't know. I I didn't quite understand it either. He was fine. Oh, for, if you I like opera, great. yeah, I'm sure he was fine. Um, why? Why the disclaimer? If you like uh, opera, I'm I mean, sure. the guy was great. Yeah, he was I'm okay. Sure. If you like opera, he was probably perfectly I mean, we, fine. We, the whole house was was singing right along with him. In my no, house. I didn't. Did really? Yes, oh, okay. that's a fact. Oh, all right. They knew that aria or whatever it was he was singing. <laughs> Ave Maria, God bless America. Yeah, yeah, I mean, those yeah. were those are good. It was really good. right. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and I see where I was really surprised though when Ivanka walked out to Elton John's. I'm still standing because uh, Elton's already put down the hammer on some of that. Yeah, uh, so they must have just paid the bill, just sent him a check. Maybe because we're going to play it. Because uh, I mean, Elton said he's. I mean, Elton's been pretty strong. They asked him to play. I mean, Trump loves him. Uh, President Trump loves him, and he's mm-hmm. asked him to play at, at different events. And Elton's like, no, no. <laughs> mm. I don't know that Elton's a big liberal, though, is he? I don't. I don't, I don't know, know that either. I mean, yeah, he, I, he I has think he's a politician. Yeah, he doesn't want his yeah. uh, his music politicized. Which I think is silly because if I hear Elton John, you know, and 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 President Trump walks out to "I'm Still Standing" or Ivanka and things, I, I don't think that Elton is for her. It's just a song. Yeah, I love the song. Mm-hmm. That's just weird. I don't know. It is weird, uh, but they usually take a real strong stand. Yeah, they on do. That. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they, they usually do. do. They do not, especially like against Republicans. Now they let Biden play whatever he wants. Oh my gosh, they all love him. Uh, but they take a strong stand yes, if it's a do. Republican. Let me tell you about Scoremaster. Uh, did you know that the average American has ninety-seven points they can add to their credit score and have no idea how to get them? Scoremaster. It's the new credit science that super boosts your credit score. It doesn't raise it just a few points. I raised my credit score four points. Hey, congratulations. That's great. That's really weak. That's really weak. The average Scoremaster user raises their score 61 points in 20 days. 61 points. 
Say your credit score was in the high 500s to mid 600s when you when you bought that new car. If you'd gone to ScoreMaster first and raised your credit score just the average 61 points our listeners get, you could have saved $9,000 on your car loan. And if you'd gone to ScoreMaster before applying for a home loan and raised your score just the average 61 points our listeners get, you could have saved almost $100,000 over the life of your loan. So it's really important. I mean, it means a lot. ScoreMaster puts you in control of your finances, not the banks. Enroll in just minutes and see how many plus points ScoreMaster can add to your credit score. Visit scoremaster.com slash pat. Scoremaster.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, uh, getting into some of what the president had to say. Uh, again, I thought it was a really good speech. I I enjoyed it a lot, even though it was pretty long. Uh, he went through a lot of stuff. He went through a lot of accomplishments, talked about a lot of his agenda for the next term, uh, took down Joe Biden <laughs> hard. It really hard, and so they're going to be screaming about that. I, and he just trolled the media, I think, for about 70 minutes. <laughs> He, sure he just did. He just threw in stuff to piss him off every once in a while. About every thirty or forty seconds, yeah, here's something for you to gnaw on, media. <laughs> Go ahead. Especially <laughs> when he went into that, those are the times I, that I think he even did it more when he went into rally mode. Yeah, it was just like, all right, I'm going to set him off here for a little. Yeah, let me throw you another bone over there. Yeah. Go chase that one. I know you hate this. Uh-huh. But I'll bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here he is talking about America being the torch. We understand that America is not a land cloaked in darkness. America is the torch that enlightens the entire world. Great line. Gathered here at our beautiful and majestic White House, known all over the world as the People's House. We cannot help but marvel at the miracle Pause that for a is second. our great. This is to stabbing them with pickle forks oh right here. Oh my gosh! Because yes. they're all pissed off that he's using the White House yes. in this way, and he doesn't care at all. In fact, no he loves it. Yes. He loves it so much that he calls attention to it. And by the way, did you notice? Did you notice I'm right in front of the White House where you don't want me to be? Uh, kiss my it's right there, uh, and I brought my multiplying <laughs> flags. <laughs> Uh, Those right. flags just kept multiplying. Oh my gosh! How many? There had to be a thousand this. flags behind kept him. Multiplying. <laughs> All right, let's see this. Marvel at the miracle that is our great American story. This has been the home of larger-than-life figures like Teddy Roosevelt and Andrew Jackson, mm-hmm. who rallied mm-hmm. Americans mm-hmm. to bold visions of a bigger and brighter future. Mm, boy. Oh, golly. Within these walls uh, lived. I, for some reason, he's a big Andrew Jackson fan. I, I, know. I, I don't get that. I don't know why, but he seems to be a big Andrew Jackson wow. fan. And then Roosevelt, you know, the original American progressive, uh, in the White House at least, I don't know. It's just uh, maybe chose the wrong presidents to highlight here. But he's a New Yorker, right? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. All right. Within these walls lived tenacious generals like President Grant and Eisenhower, who led our soldiers in the (laughs) cause of freedom. Strong mentions. Yeah, he did. From these grounds, Thomas Jefferson sent Lewis and Clark. (laughs) 
on a daring expedition to cross a wild and uncharted continent in the depths of a bloody civil war. President Abraham Lincoln looked out these very windows <laughs> upon a half-completed Washington <laughs> Monument and asked God in his providence to save our nation. Two weeks after Pearl Harbor, Franklin Delano Roosevelt welcomed Winston Churchill. And just inside, they set our people on a course to victory in the Second World War. In recent months, our nation and the entire planet has been struck by a new and powerful, invisible enemy. Like those brave Americans before us, we are meeting this challenge. We are delivering life-saving therapies and will produce a vaccine before the end of the year or maybe even sooner. There's the there's another troll right there. Yeah. Too, yep. They are all yep. about hating us for that. How dare you say there's going to be we a vaccine We will defeat the virus sooner. and the pandemic mm. and emerge stronger than ever before. What united generations past was an unshakable confidence in America's destiny and an unbreakable faith in the American people. They knew that our country is blessed by God and has a special purpose in this world. It is that conviction that inspired the formation of our union, our westward expansion, the abolition of slavery, the passage of civil rights, the space program, mm -hmm. and the overthrow of fascism, tyranny, and communism. This towering American spirit has prevailed over every challenge and lifted us to the summit of human endeavor. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. This is the most important election in the history of our country. You got that right. Man. You said that multiple times during the speech, too. And, and he's right. It, it is the most important. I think both sides agree on that one. Uh, it's, it's either the turning point where we go to socialism, making it the most important to them, or it's the turning point where we continue down the capitalist road. Uh, it is the most important election in the history of our country. No doubt about that. Uh, and I think he, drew, he drove that home pretty solidly yes. last night and, and drew the contrast between him and Biden and all the Democratic Party and their, the squad and the people who really run the party from the far, far left. And he, he really accentuated that point, I think. So uh, you've got a clear choice. There is a clear choice. We, we continue to be America, or we turn into something else now. What's it going to be? 888 900 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, here he is talking about the Dems tearing down the country. At the Democrat National Convention, Joe Biden and his party repeatedly assailed America as a land of racial, economic, and social injustice. So tonight I ask you a simple question. How can the Democrat Party ask to lead our country 
when it spends so much time tearing down our country. Oh, thank you. How can you lead the country when you spend so much time tearing down the country? I mean, that's I yep. mean, that was the whole thing with uh, with Obama, right? I yep. mean, he would come out and he would just oh, yep. there would be one line in a twenty minute speech. Mm-hmm. Well, I said America was great, right? And, you know, and then you spent minutes. the rest of the time tearing it down. That's exactly what they do I now. I know, just it's agonizing. And all last week, they talked about, you know, how how bad and how problematic America is over and over and over, every single speaker, about the inequality that exists in this country, the unfairness, the injustice, the, the horrific racism that we have to endure in this country. I, if you're not sick of it after four days of it last week and and then this week, you get the exact opposite. You get how great America is, the promise of America, the goodness of America. Are we perfect? No. But we're certainly a heck of a lot better than the Democrats painted. That's for sure. So that was great stuff. That was just a, a really refreshing. And again, it highlights the differences between the two parties. And it highlights the choice that we have on November 3rd. You want to go with the with the party of darkness go with the democrats the real party of light at least that gives you some indication that there's light is the republicans there's just no, no question about it uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three then you've got uh joe biden talking about uh the rioting senseless violence and i'm sure you know it's donald trump that's causing it all uh you sure yeah i'm pretty sure i mean pretty sure it you is you haven't seen the clip donald yet. trump no i haven't but i'm I'm just going to go out on a limb, and I haven't even seen this clip. Okay. I'm just guessing now, taking a wild stab in the dark, that a lot of this is the fault of Donald Trump. Okay. You know, as I said after George Floyd's murder, yeah. protesting brutality is a right and absolutely necessary. Okay. But burning down communities is not protest. Okay, good. It's needless violence. Pause it for a second. Violence All right, well, this is... That's good so far. Thank you for at least. Well, they're coming around. I mean, the numbers are showing it, right? I mean, people yes. uh, people are unhappy. They have been this whole time completely fine with the violence. Yes, they have. In fact, they won't even call it violence. They'll ignore the violence no, and call peaceful. them mostly peaceful every single time. Now, they're, uh, people are getting fed up. They're losing their businesses. They're losing their livelihoods. So in many cases, lost their lives. Over 30 people have been killed. Yeah. Wow. Since this all started. Wow. Okay, so we're done. I'm, we're done. This is not America. It's not American. Stop it. Get out there and put a stop to it. Please. And now they're starting to realize, oh, okay, yeah, maybe the violent part isn't good. Maybe burn down the burn it down the house. Don't do that. <laughs> not a good Don't idea. do that. It's just a talking head song. Don't do that. Burn it down the house. Of course, I want, I, like. be, I want to be clear, too. So far, he has not said it's Trump's fault. Mm-hmm. No, so far, you're you're right. You're right. I could be in the wrong here. Let's see the rest of it. But burning down communities is not protest. It's needless violence. Right. Violence that endangers lives. Okay. Violence that guts businesses and shutters businesses that serve the community. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. Right. In the midst of this pain, the wisest words that I've heard spoken so far 
have come from from Donald Trump. Oh, Jacob's mother. Mm. She looked at the damage done in her community and she said this, quote, this doesn't reflect my son or my family. So let's unite. What else did she say, Joe? Tell her, tell us what else she said about the violence apologizing to President Trump in this country now. Okay, so he didn't he didn't go after Trump in that. How about that? How wow. about that? Here's the one clip Those where he doesn't go against Trump. Just the kind of lies that people expect from you. <laughs> Say that. Uh, yeah, I wish he would have said everything that uh, that uh, Jacob's nice. mother talked uh, about. That's right. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, because she likes the president. She but then he would have to talk it. longer than four minutes on that's a recorded true. clip. Right. Because I'm serious. I know we, we mentioned it earlier, but last night really really showed that Joe Biden don't want none of that. I mean, there's just no way right. that he can stand up to that. That's right. I'm sorry. Donald Trump, it was ready to go another. He was ready to wrap up the speech bef- just before this show started. Yes. And they, you know, it was like, okay, done. Whew. And they know that. that. And we'll play a little thing from uh, Nancy Pelosi from yesterday. Yeah. That shows just how afraid they are <laughs> of the Trump Biden mono and mono situation. When they get together and start debating, everybody knows. I mean, everybody knows what's going to happen. I know. Biden is going to get destroyed. Destroyed. Triple eight, 933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. You believe it's Friday already? It seems like the week just started. I know. And here we are. You know, time is moving faster, Pat. That's what I'm... Right? I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) Every time I say Time has been sped up somehow. I can't. I just... All I do is think of Stu going, yeah, it's the same Yeah, it's the same as it's always been. No. No, it isn't. (laughs) I contend... Something has happened here. I know. I know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh from Comrade Snoobage. A little bit of opera at the White House. What about Jeffy's man Placido Domingo? I know. I I I'll tell you. Uh Placido has played a big part of Chewing the Fat, which is a podcast you should has subscribe he? to. Mm-hmm. Uh and I've, I've Where would I get I've it though? I don't, I don't have any idea where to get something like that. What would I even you do? You get it on any platform that carries podcasts. Okay. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, yeah. whatever one you want. Whatever one you Pretty choose. much everywhere you would find Pat Gray Unleashed, right? And you should probably tell all your friends about both of these podcasts and make sure that they're hip to it. I mean, if you Otherwise, want to go- they're going to be pissed. If they find out on their own and then find out that you knew about it prior to that, they're going to be pissed you didn't uh, tell them sooner. Well, then, uh, fortunately, we are telling them. <laughs> The, right, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I wanted it when the f- opera first started. You have no idea in my household how mm. I was sitting there going, "Is this Placido Domingo?" <laughs> yeah, I no wanted way. it to be Placido Domingo, not with what so, he's going through. Yeah, now. No, I, I know no that. No, that. There's not a chance. He but is I like radioactive. It. Yeah, but I wanted it to be bad. Yeah, because uh, I mean, Placido's taken a big hit the last couple of years. His, you know, his. Uh, his uh, hierarchy in the opera world has dropped Slipped quite just a bit. a bit. Yes. Yeah. Just like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's being presented like that. And I'm not sure that's fair to him because I, the stories I've heard 
Uh, I, it's a mixed bag, yeah, I there, guess. A there were a bit. couple that but came out some, that like, were really quite. I thought he was going to knock on my dressing room door. Again. and But he didn't. Well, <laughs> right. The, the what? Fir- the first one I mean, was there like. There was one that was almost that bad. Yes. The, 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 one of the first reports was the girl that said, he knocked on my door and I told him no and he stood out there for five minutes. And then Whoa. he went away. Uh, okay. Right. I mean. And I felt like he was going to knock again. <laughs> right. Well, did he? No, but I felt like it. Allow me to introduce <laughs> myself. I am Placido Domingo. There's, I can't find the clip right now for chewing the fat, but that's my Placido clip. I love him. And it's from the Muppets. I love him. Well, you don't need to bog me down with facts. Okay, it's, I won't. It, I won't then. He, yes, he appeared on that show uh-huh. and may have said that line. <laughs> Uh, from Carl Smith, how dare President Trump speak from the White House for crass political purposes? Why can't he just rent out the Lincoln bedroom like the Clintons and other real politicians do? I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, that's what he should do. Uh, Ryan Owens, the media will be all over Trump about all the people not wearing masks. Last, oh, that's for sure. Oh, you They know, will be looking for people to get sick. You betcha. Make it up if they have to. Absolutely, they will. There were 2,000 people. What do you want to bet? The media wrote down every single one of their names and addresses, and they're going to be following oh, them for the are. next they, three they weeks. all are on the contact tracing app, whether yep. they know it or not right yes, now, sir. man. Uh, absolutely. Daguerre Bear tweets, so the RNC started night one and ended the last night with people yelling? <laughs> what? Is, is that the opera thing? I guess or the chance. Or the chance. Yeah, I, the chance. I, I hate I, it when they break out in chance. I didn't miss I don't, that. I don't like that. Yeah. And and there was some of that last night, but not a lot. Because I know, but, it, but I feel like that it, <laughs> that made me think that I really didn't miss the whole convention thing. Yeah, right. Because uh, we would have heard like, nothing but, yes, I know. USA, USA. I, know. I don't know. It just seems a little forced at this point. Doesn't it? <laughs> I know. I, I, there's something off about it. I don't know what it is. From Brian Ziegler. Uh, is it me, or is the next election always the most important election in the history of the country? Well, yes, but, no. oh. but this one especially. Uh, no, this one is. This one is. This We mean it this time. Seems to be a recurring theme every four years. And you know what? It's kind of true. Every four years, it is the most important election. It is. It would have been... How important was it for Mitt Romney to win that election over Barack Obama? It was really important. Really important. <laughs> Because then he took us closer to the fundamental transformation yeah. of America. Say what you will about Romney. That definitely was a big a big turning point, man. It was. And now, even though we've had four years of a guy doing really good things, uh, if Biden is elected this time, he will finish that transformation. Yeah, oh my God. He will finish the fundamental transformation of America. Totally convinced of that. <clears throat> From Fort uh, Lightfoot Salon, <laughs> headline. Democrats shocked to find burning cities to the ground poll uh, polls poorly among Americans. Burning cities to the ground polls poorly? What? Oh, you don't like it when, like, Portland is on fire every night? Or uh, Chicago is burning? Or Kenosha, Wisconsin? Uh, speaking of which, the, did, I, did I send... I, it doesn't look like it because I don't think we have the... Uh, I don't think we have the image. Do we have the image of CNN and their Chiron that talks about the, <laughs> the fact that uh, the, pe- the the protests are most, mostly peaceful as cars and buildings are burning behind him? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, Do we have that? I, I don't know, but I did send that yesterday. 
Uh, but I, I remember that because it was. Do we have that, Rob? Seeing, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is uh, here we go. multiple Good locations man. that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Fiery but mostly peaceful protests. Night, second night <laughs> since Jacob Blake was seen. Pause it for a second. Awesome. Look at the absurdity of that Chiron, of that banner, if you will. Fiery. But mostly peaceful protests. That's the same person trying to keep their job that put up the violent protest the day before and then had to take it away. And then wiped it off and put it back up without the violent part. Got the hotline call. That is incredible. It's incredible! You keep using the word. Yeah. I don't think it means what you think it means. Fiery, but mostly Mostly. peaceful protests after the police shooting. We're in an alternative universe here. We sure are. An alternate universe not alternative but an alternate universe for sure triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three oh we didn't get to the uh, uh other biden clip about uh talking about another black man being shot here he is he's a helper uh, talking about it what i saw in that video makes me sick does it once again a black man jacob blake has been shot by the police in broad daylight mm-hmm. with the whole world watching you know i spoke to jacob's mom and dad sister and other members of the family just a little bit earlier and I told them justice must and will be done. You know, our hearts are with this family, especially his children. Oh, it's, big it's horrible what they saw. Watching their father get shot, like Gianna Floyd. They're asking why, why daddy? Put yourself in the shoes of every black father and black mother in this country and ask, uh-huh. is this what we want America to be? Is this the country we should be? You know, you could also ask another question. Or, or make another statement. Put yourself in the, in the shoes of every police officer who is in danger every single day in their life. And when they're yelling at somebody to stop, and that somebody fights them off, walks around the car, they're telling him to stop over and over and over. He opens the car door and starts reaching for something. You don't know what it is. Well, is it a tire iron? Is it a knife? Is it a gun? What is it? Uh, put yourself in those shoes for a second and then ask yourself, does he have any responsibility in this thing? Does Jacob Blake have any responsibility? Well, they broke it down and they released some stuff yesterday about the investigation. You know, I know that everybody has wound up that they were completely silent, you know, because they were doing the investigation that you said you claimed you wanted. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, it, it is said that uh, the agency said uh, Blake admitted he had a knife in his possession. And law enforcement agents said they recovered a knife from the driver's side floorboard of his vehicle. Interesting. Huh. Huh. Hmm. Now, it's not clear, according to this CNN story, whether he brandished or threatened to use the knife. Oh. Okay. It's not clear. Hmm. Well, it's not clear then either in the minds of the cops, apparently. And so, they stopped him. Now, do I wish they would have pulled him back and tased him or something? Yes. I, I, I guess... Uh, I wish he would have stopped. I wish he would have stopped. What if he had stopped? He wouldn't be paralyzed right now. If he would have stopped, if he would have followed the direction of the police, like we've said a million times. I mean, Mm. was it Chris Rock that used to do that? Uh, Yes. Just comply. Just comply and you won't get hurt. And for the... For in 99.9% of cases, that's the truth. Which of that bit's been erased from YouTube? Oh, I bet it has. I'll bet it has. But he had a big thing where... Yeah, that was his deal. Stop resisting arrest! Okay? Just stop resisting arrest. You'll be fine. Do it. They're not going to have to beat you or shoot you. And it's true. Had he complied, he'd be fine right now. Uh, So, 
I don't, I don't know. You, there's just no personal responsibility in any of this. For some reason, all of the onus is on the police officers. When here they are, they want to get home to their wives and children too. Uh, and they, you don't know what he's reaching for. Why would he continue to disregard everything they're saying to him? Why? That's what's going through their heads. What's he reaching for? What's he going? What's he going to do when he comes out of that out of that car? So they don't they don't take a chance on it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, in Portland, they've got a really good plan to put a stop to some of this violence. That's good. Uh, yeah, it's it's really powerful. Um, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler has this great new strategy to quell all the rioting. He's been very strong on this He's issue. been really powerful, and he continues to be. Yesterday, he said, eh, it'll burn itself out eventually. <laughs> oh! Oh, okay. Huh. Is, that a, is that a quote uh, from this the is, mayor? This is the actual quote. I believe the nightly violence will ultimately, not eventually, oh. ultimately burn itself out. That's a quote. That's unbelievable. I mean, he's on top of it. <laughs> you un- gotta feel. You gotta feel good with that. You gotta feel good. With <laughs> you do, that. don't you? You do. Okay, you he's probably right. That. People are gonna get tired of setting fire to the city every night. Eventually, Hello. eventually, the ultimately, <laughs> I think what they'll do is they'll just stay home. Hello, fire department. My house is on fire. Don't worry about yeah, it. It'll, it'll burn, burn itself, itself out. out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, but no, what about my place? Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll have what's left. Yeah. Don't worry about don't it. Don't you have an insurance policy of any kind? <laughs> right. Don't worry about it. You no, got insurance. Shut up. Here's what calling you do. Me. Evacuate the house. Let it burn down. Call your insurance agent. Okay? <laughs> yeah, in the meantime, before it burns itself out, if I don't want my house or my business destroyed, I'm on my own, which, of course, leads to taking the law into my own hands, like, you know, we've seen on the streets yeah. of cities across this country. Uh, or if they, you know, if they show up downtown and I have a business downtown and nobody's, you know, you're not sending any help, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to stand there and watch my business go up in, in flames. I'm not going to do that. And if you're coming through my neighborhood at three in the morning threatening me and my family, I'm going to defend myself and my family. Uh, in that situation as well, I, how is this possible that you have a may a mayor of a major city in America saying, "Yeah, it'll burn itself out"? Nah, eh. eh, whatever. Don't worry about it. It'll burn itself out. I, that's just incomprehensible to me. I know. Uh, I know. It doesn't seem to make any sense. It doesn't seem to make any sense. Maybe there's sure some doesn't. sense there somewhere. Uh, uh, I just haven't seen it yet. Very hard pressed to find it. Um, you know, that's you see, and, and why and we're so upset about all of this, and yet, you know, uh, one of the speeches that we uh, that we watched last night uh, during the convention was Ann Dorn, the wife of uh, the police the officer of David that was Dorn, shot, the yeah. police officer, the retired police officer from St. Louis. That story was amazing. I mean, I I knew most of it, but the, I mean, her telling of it was <laughs> mm-hmm. just incredible, and we don't care. Uh, right, uh, and the NBA isn't walking off the court for him. No, they're not. No, and I mean his death was live streamed on Facebook. And does his black life not matter? I guess not. I guess not. Kind of seems like it doesn't. 
I guess not. Uh, the NBA was so committed to their little walkout, their little boycott, you know, because, I mean, they were adamant. Well, hey, there's no time. Over. This is no time for basketball. It's over, right? We're boycotting. We're going to uh, – this will put a stop to the violence. We're not going to play basketball for you tonight. What do you think of that? <laughs> Everybody's like, eh. Okay. Well, all right, whatever. So then they met. So now they met, and, oh, you know what? We're going to start back up this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. okay. What a relief. After the NHL said they weren't going to play. After the MLB walked off Actually, and showed their protest. I don't think the, N- the NHL d- didn't participate, did they? Because they I were thought they did. There was an ESPN hockey reporter that was all pissed off that they didn't do the same thing as Major League I Baseball. I think they and finally the decided they were going to. Oh, I gotta find that out. Really? Major League Major League Baseball, that Mets game, they walked they came out for the national anthem and walked off. Unreal. Unreal. You know, and it's like the, the reporter who's uh let's see what's her name? Uh Emily Kaplan covers hockey for ESPN. And she said disappointed but not surprised the nhl is the only pro sport continuing to play tonight hockey has a chance to join a statement for social change instead once again the nhl is just looking the other way look we don't have to join your movement we don't have to do that we we don't have to raise our fists on demand because a mob is in my face yelling at me to raise my fist. We don't have to agree with you. I'm sorry. The NHL is committed as much as the NBA because they postponed uh, games Thursday and Friday. But they played Wednesday and night. And they're going to play this weekend. Yeah. So they're committed. But this is Just not like this is not Nazi Germany. We don't have to. I don't have to put some black space on my Facebook page if I don't want to. I don't have to wear a BLM hat. I don't have to allow you to surround my vehicle while you pound on my windows and on my hood. I don't have to march with you. I don't have to do any of those things. If I, I, I might even agree with you. I still don't have to do that. And I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to. I've got my own mind here. And I can think, hmm, uh, you know, in some cases they're right. And in some cases they're very, very wrong. Uh, do I think the George Floyd thing was an absolute tragedy and and criminal act? Yeah, I do. Uh, Eric Garner, same thing and in the process New York is City. Working. And the but exactly what is supposed to happen has happened. So, uh, am I going to march with Black Lives Matter? No, because it's a Marxist organization. I don't agree with. Stop trying to jam this down our throats. I'm just I'm fed up, fed up with it. So. Good for the NFL for playing on Wednesday night. And then, of course, they capitulated well, I mean, they, on Thursday and Friday. So Shut her down a yeah. couple of days. That's how they're, they're committed. <laughs> then they're going to come back on the weekend. Unbelievable. So, come back on the weekend. <laughs> More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Good morning, Americans. It's Friday. All right, well, the uh, RNC is over. The, we got the DNC behind us, thank goodness. Uh, and now the RNC is in our rearview mirror as well. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, though, would like there not to be too many more, I don't know, events in uh, surrounding the campaign, like debates. Here's what she had to say about that yesterday. I myself just 
Don't tell anybody I told you this. Okay. Especially don't tell Joe Biden. No, right, because he really wants. I don't wants. think that there should be any debates. Oh. I do not think that huh. the president of the United States has comported himself in a way that anybody should, and, and has any association with truth, evidence, data, oh, and sh- facts. Shut up. All I right, I can't take it anymore. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't listen to another word. Um, <laughs> that's not a thing, okay? The, that's, that's not a thing. You can't make that argument. That I'm sorry, the president of the United States lies, and so we're not going to debate. Sorry, no. That's weak and moronic. But they're laying the groundwork, right, to keep Joe they in the sure basement. <clears throat> yes. The real issue is Joe can't debate, and they know it. But that's why she covered herself by don't tell Joe this that I'm saying is because Joe really wants to debate. Uh-huh. Sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe is does chomping he? at the bit to does get in he? there and mix it up with Donald Trump for a couple hours on yeah. national television. So don't tell him I'm saying this. But Trump is a liar, so he shouldn't do it. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Nance. That's not a thing. Shut up. It's just so ridiculous. Remember uh, when, uh, a couple weeks ago when uh, the great Brian Stelter uh, claimed that uh, uh, do. no debates was made up by the right wing? Remember that? Uh, no oh, debates wow. were made up by the right wing. Huh. I think what happened yesterday. What happened yesterday? Oh, hmm. we just played it. No, that's oh, right. we just played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, said that they shouldn't have debates. That so. is amazing. So. <laughs> so we're proving them wrong <clears throat> every single day about everything they say. It's... It, it, it's pretty amazing to, to watch what's going on right now with the left. Uh, they're trying everything. They're throwing everything at the wall and seeing what will stick. Please just help us get out of this debate situation. We've got a little bit of a lead now. We want to keep it, and we know we won't. The second Joe starts debating or talking for any length of time off teleprompter. Oh, uh, man. Oh, can you I, imagine? I want it to happen so bad. <clears throat> but I, and, and, you know, I said it a couple times already, but I'm telling you, last night proved... Uh, <laughs> Nancy should have been a hard, had a harder push to not do the debates. Yeah, because, and it should have started before this. Yes, because the debates are coming right up. Yeah, and I mean, you you watch Don. I mean, you watch the rallies. I mean, he just he comes out and he just goes strong. I mean, he just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And and it, you know, without an audience, you know, it might be a little bit better for Joe Biden because Trump gets that energy from the audience. Yeah, you, know, you get that energy, and that's what picks him up. But, uh, man, if, if there's, you know, two people there and one guy is going, yeah, Don, I mean, he's good for two, two more hours. He, he'll, he just he would crush Joe Biden. I know. In a debate. Uh, I can't wait to see him. If they come to fruition, and I think they will, it's going to be pretty tough to duck all three debates, I would think. Right? You would think so. I mean, what, am I keeping you awake, Joe? Hold on. Go ahead. <laughs> he will destroy him. Uh, got some tweets here from Mailbox Hero. I'm sure those fine uh, folks will stop their burning and looting because Uncle Joe asked them to stop in his soft, sleepy voice. Right. <laughs> uh, from Fort Lightfoot, Salon, which lasts longer, Donald Trump's speeches or Lee Greenwood sets? Oh, Lee, oh, Lee Greenwood Lee. for sure. Lee, I mean, bless he's, his heart. He's powerful. <laughs> he is. He's powerful. He, he's like the Energizer Bunny, though. He, he is, just man. keeps he going. Is. And would they play that. that last night? 47 times? God bless you, you say. Was 47 See, or 48? It was a bunch. See, uh, 46 was the official call. Oh, okay. Oh, man, why? Why do you lie? All right. Why do you lie? <laughs> uh, from Gary Dorachek, uh, if it's mostly pe- peaceful, how come that reporter is wearing a Kevlar vest? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. 
uh, from the pickled squirrel. Maybe if you're not behaving like a dummy, you won't get shot. Well, yeah, if you, uh, we just watched the Chris Rock thing from what, 1997, A long time ago. Nine, I mean, the, the, just 20-some years ago. The Chris Rock show, and In, that was a long time ago. Really funny uh, and really kind of true. But you couldn't say it today. What he said in that bit where he's telling... Oh, no way. Here's how you don't get your butt kicked by police. Uh, and then I he goes know. on to detail how you should act. Yeah. He would be crucified for that today. I, that was that was just a bit. I'm surprised ago. you were able to find it yeah, online. It comes it's funny. That's because it's funny, right? I mean, he, mm-hmm. they, they can pass it off as being <clears throat> funny and not real, I guess. From Andrew Steely, of course the situation in Portland will eventually burn itself out because eventually there won't be anything left in Portland to burn. Very true. And uh, let's see, this from Cirrus1701, a forest fire will eventually burn itself out, but it leaves behind a devastated landscape. Yeah. (sighs) Yep. Uh, Oh, one more thing I wanted to play from uh, the RNC last night uh, from President Trump because I, I really thought the speech was was pretty great. And uh, he had some great lines in it and some some great things to say about his policies and about Joe Biden. Uh, so check this out. At the Democrat convention, you barely heard a word about their agenda. But that's not because they don't have one. It's because their agenda is the most extreme set of proposals ever put forward by a major party nominee. Right. Joe Biden may claim he is an ally of the light. But when it comes to his agenda, Biden wants to keep us completely in the dark. (laughs) He doesn't have a clue. He has pledged a $4 trillion tax hike on almost all American families which will totally collapse our rapidly improving economy and once again record stock markets that we have right now will also collapse that means your 401ks that means all of the stocks that you have on the other hand just as i did in my first term i will cut taxes even further for hard-working moms and dads i will not raise taxes i will cut them and very substantially <laughs> and we will also provide tax credits to bring jobs out of China back to America, and we will impose tariffs on any company that leaves America to produce jobs overseas. Mm. Yeah. We will make sure our companies and jobs stay in our country, as I've already been doing for quite some time, if you've noticed. <laughs> Joe Biden's agenda too, is. Yeah. Made in China. My agenda is made in the USA. (laughs) Biden has promised to abolish the production of American oil, coal, shale, and natural gas laying waste to the economies of Pennsylvania, Ohio, Texas, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Colorado, and New Mexico, destroying those states, absolutely destroying those states and others. Millions of jobs will be lost and energy prices will soar. Mm -hmm. These same policies led to crippling power outages in California just last week. Everybody saw that. 
tremendous power <laughs> outage. Nobody's seen anything like it, but we saw that last week in California. How can Joe Biden claim to be an ally of the light when his own party can't even keep the lights on? <laughs> awesome. That's a great, awesome. great line. Awesome. That, you know, we talked about that last week. Remember when they, I mean, it was first really hitting it because they, you know, they, they, they had the brownouts because they, they didn't plan on night. <laughs> yes. But, <laughs> you're right. But we find out that that's actually, you know, they, I was reading where they were told that that whole thing, man, where the governor said we need investigations and all this stuff on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, he they already knew because they went into this plan two years earlier than they had uh, anticipated, and they were all happy about it. But some of the experts were saying, um, "We're not really, really ready to do that mm-hmm. uh, two years early because." Uh, you know, we yeah, may go with have the sustainable issue. energy. We may have an issue. Mm-hmm. And the one power guy said when they the first brownout last week, if we only had wind for one more hour, we would have missed it. Yeah, that's well, uh, you, you can't you can't control that. Right. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of that. You can't control the wind. Uh, and every night is a problem because people get home and. And uh, mm-hmm. that's exactly, they start using all this power, and that's exactly when the sun goes down well, and yeah, the solar panels start losing All of a sudden, it. the sun starts going down at dusk-ish, you know? And, <laughs> and, we, and then we don't have enough sun, the solar power, the power. to cre- So I don't... Uh. What to do? <laughs> it was just amazing. Just it's incredible. Amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, that's who you want to run this country? No, thank you. No, no, thank you. Nope. Uh, I'll pass on that. Thank you very much. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, something that I noticed that most of the mainstream media is completely ignoring. There's two new studies out that show hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. We're not going to talk about how that this this drug actually does something good, it are we? Decreases hospitalization and death in COVID cases. <sighs> two recent studies support the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine is a treatment for COVID-19 that can reduce the chance of hospitalization or death, refuting narratives in the media that the drug is dangerous and being pushed by President Trump for political reasons. How about that? I mean, it's just amazing, right? I mean, we have cases, we have people who have witnessed the success of the drug, and I am one of them, Uh have witnessed that success. And I'm supposed to believe that that didn't happen? Yes, you are supposed to. Yeah, because you you didn't actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't okay, witness it. Okay, I don't it. know what I. Yeah, what, you what happened? I don't know what happened either. Okay. But you're stupid because oh. <laughs> hydroxychloroquine just kills people. That's all. Okay. A study from okay. Italy found that hydroxychloroquine reduces by thirty percent the risk of death for COVID nineteen patients who are hospitalized. The result comes at, from an observational study of more than thirty four hundred COVID nineteen patients in thirty three different. Italian hospitals. I, Hello. I guess it didn't happen. I. What do you, what do you say to these people? Well, the efficacy for hydroxychloroquine, just there's no efficacy there. There's no eff. Fauci said so. Fauci said no efficacy because uh, no matter what treatment, you know, Pat. No matter what treatment might be promoted as helping overcome this disease, you know, uh, the media immediately yeah, ignores I mean, it. Some of those people, sure, they lived. Mm-hmm. But they're they may have had some side effects, such so, as yeah, uh, you know mm-hmm. they had some some extra pain uh-huh. on their side. <laughs> they might and, have, uh, 
They so, might have, right. So it really doesn't work as well as you think. <clears throat> I mean, the left doesn't want a treatment. They don't want a cure, I don't think, especially if Trump has talked about it. Um, hydroxychloroquine to the med- media, uh, this will always be the most deadly substance on earth now. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what the study says. Remdesivir is a close second, too, because Trump has talked about that as well. A close second in deadosity. This remdesivir <laughs> causes deadosity. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this oleandrin from Mike Lindell. Oh, my oh. God. The My Pillow guy. If you take that, you'll not only kill yourself, but you'll kill everyone on your block. Oh, no. They will also no. die. Don't open yes. the bottle in my neighborhood. Don't do it. Also, they're kind of they're kind of pushing the fact that no vaccine can be developed that we can trust now. They're kind of talking about that now. Well, they've re- I mean, they're they've really ramped up the the availability of it if they create it. That's for sure. I mean, they're they're ramping up yeah. that develop. I mean, they're yep. Oh, you're creating it. Okay, we've got a vial for it. If it's good, I mean, it's, what they ready. want, what they want is for us to go back into lockdown again, desperately. For as long as it takes Desperately. this time. Well, it just I, is, I, we got to be locked down. I mean, if it's a year and a half, it's a year and a half. They were making the case in a one, I mean, a strong case in an article I read yesterday for another six months. A strong case. And you know, you, you joke us. around about a year another and a half. Another six but, I mean, months would destroy was, us. Their case was, we've got to do it for six months. I mean, that's I'm asinine. Like, no. Are you insane? Are you insane? Because six months of lockdown... I think would be the end of this, which is what they want, so they can restart it as a socialist utopia. That's what they're going after. They see this as their big opportunity. Here it is. When we shut everything down. Got to do it. And it all collapses. Then we can say, we told you, capitalism doesn't work. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work if you can't do it. (laughs) If nobody can experience the marketplace, right, it's not going to work. Huh. Huh. Wow, who saw that coming? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the only thing that will work is the government giving people yeah. money. That's the only thing that will work. They're hoping for this. They're trying for this. They're angling for it. Another reason they cannot win in November. 888 This is Pat Gray Unleashed. I do. Thanks for returning with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and a Pat unleashed on Twitter. Christopher tweets: Democrats' solution to their dumpster fires. Eh, it'll rain eventually. From uh, Trisha Sanders: Yeah, when we officially lose the NHL, then we we've officially reached critical mass. Hockey? Come on. From <laughs> Brother Young: uh, Whatever happened to the notion? That victory over your opponent is a stronger statement than retreat and surrender. Uh, it's so old-fashioned. Well, yeah. uh, you know, Larry Hoskins, I'm just fearing what insurance rates are going to look like when the insurance companies try to recoup those billions of dollars in claims. Not just business insurance, but our homes and autos. Yes. I, I yeah. know. I know. It's going to be a nightmare. Look, the, the father <clears throat> of the 19-year-old man that was shot inside of uh, Chop and Chaz... Yeah. I mean, he just sued the local and state governments. He's suing them for $3 billion. Oh, my gosh. So uh, <laughs> $3 billion? I know. Okay. It doesn't, doesn't seem right. like enough. No. no but, right. the, but, no, my point to that is, though, is that they're going to settle with this guy. 
and it's going to come out of whatever funding would help the inner city and help rebuild Seattle. Mm-hmm. Same with these insurance companies. They're going to have to cut the money from somewhere. I wonder where that comes from. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Proud Mr. Graybeard, absolutely done with sports. Yeah, I wish I could be. I just can't. It's it's I can't. It's hard to stick with it. I I can I can completely disassociate from the NBA. Really? And I've done that. I, I thought you were going to start I playing this weekend. Don't care. I really don't care. Um, he says, when I was a kid, I was given all these reasons for why I should join organized sports. One of them was it builds character. We're seeing the character it builds now. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Mailbox Hero, when all these sports leagues ruin themselves because of this lunacy, we'll be back to watching rock skipping on ESPN. (laughs) Did you see the rock skipping competition? They've done that uh, several times now on ESPN during the lull, you know, especially during the lockdown. It was awesome. Yeah, there's awesome professional rock skipping. Are are really good. I learned a couple of new techniques. Did you now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, one of them skipped the rock like a whole bunch of times. I don't know how many it was. But <laughs> you know, you laugh. I think it was like 18, a, 18, to, 18 uh, times. 18 times. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a, uh-huh. that's a, that's a professional no, thing. No, it is. It's a professional okay. thing. <laughs> what do you, you do for a living? A rock. I uh, skip rocks on the water. What? <laughs> <laughs> Could you give any other response to that other than what? What? <laughs> Wait. Good for you. That's a thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it and is. I, I, and I, I take it very seriously. Yes. Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> Why? If you're getting paid, you shouldn't. How much you get? That, that's my next question. I don't question. know. How much you? I don't for know. That? I don't know. Maybe. Let's say you win a rock skipping tournament. All right. How much money does that? You know what what kind of windfall do you know. get? I don't know, but I bet you it's more than we think. Uh, I doubt it. Because I want the Rock Company sponsorship. All right, I, want, I want Bill's Cement Company to sponsor my rocks. Let's something. find it. Find out how much Rock <laughs> Skipping Company. Now, I'm talking about the champion Rock Skipper. Yeah, not just not the just regular some guy. low life who shows up and skips rocks. Yeah, not just the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed too at the at the tournament I was watching. Uh, there were both pros and amateurs involved. So uh, I guess the amateurs can't accept the check. World Stone <clears throat> Skipping Championship. And how much money can you garner from a billion big... dollars? Oh, wow. That's pretty good then. That's pretty good. I'm going to learn how to skip <laughs> rocks a little bit better. It doesn't say categories. This one doesn't say. Uh, we'll look into that because I, I must know now. All now stones I must, know. must be of naturally formed... Eastdale slate and have no more than three inches in diameter at its widest point. So don't come in here. With don't your, come in here with, with your, your six inch diameter don't diameter do rock. Don't, don't do wanna, it. No, I don't want to see, see any that. Of that. No, if I see that, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Did you see the crowd gather around Rand Paul last night? Scary. After he left, he left the RNC convention. He and his wife. Walking down the street, presumably, I don't know, to their car to go home. I, I don't know where he lives, so maybe they're just walking home. Maybe, because you'd think that if he had a car, he'd be parked a little bit closer, but that's just me. And so the protesters come after him. They come after a U.S. senator and his wife. I don't know what they were going to do. Fortunately, there were cops that intervened immediately and escorted him through these animals. Yeah. 
This is not, look at this. I mean, this is not the United States of America. This is not America. I, I, I don't even remember seeing this from, you know, Germany since World War II. I don't remember seeing this in the Soviet Union where th- this was taking place. I, where does this happen? That's unbelievable. That is really amazing. And it's, it just keeps getting worse. I mean, they're doing this. Look at that. Uh, they, they are really trying to get to Rand Paul through these cops. Well, thank goodness for these police officers willing to put themselves out there for him. Uh, And thank goodness nothing happened to Rand Paul last night. That is despicable. Uh, Also, the guillotine situation. Uh, All right. This is a new jihad of mine. I want the guillotine thing to stop. Really? Yeah, really. Really? Yeah. Uh, again, they show up with a guillotine at Jeff Bezos's house. Yeah, the, in in DC, they it's, showed up with a with it's a getting new one. Serious now. I think they're you know eventually they're gonna put somebody in it and and drop the blade. I think they are. I believe that that will happen uh, sooner than later because uh, they're not messing around they, here. They showed up at Bezos's house putting together the the guillotine again in front of his house in DC. Yep. That's the first one. If you're watching on Blaze TV, that's the first time back in June. And that was, you know, already together, had the sign up, and they had the cones up right. on the driveway. Well, the cones weren't up on the driveway this time. All right, so they put it up in the driveway, and they were putting Jeez. it together. I guess you get it at Ikea. I don't know where they get I don't know who's making the guillotines. Where is it guillotines are us? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know them. where you get a good I, guillotine that's what I'm these saying. days. I don't know I either. don't know. And then last night at the protests for the RNC convention yeah. in Washington, they had a guillotine. And they had a, a look-alike Trump guy, oh, look that. like a dummy looking like Trump in the Isn't guillotine. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh, man, this, I wish they would have dropped it. And this was outside the RNC? Yeah, th- yeah this was at the, at the uh, protest for the... Okay, the tell me this is not getting I know. out of control. I mean, that's, that's not funny. No, now. it is not. And if that was the Tea Party doing that to Barack oh Obama... Gosh. Oh, my God. That's all CNN would talk about. That's all MSNBC would be talking about. Instead, are they? have they mentioned it? Not that I've seen. Uh, not that I've seen. We've oh, had it on all morning. the one they used that they were burning flags on and flags and Bibles on. Yeah, right. right. That's, I mean, it's, they're, want something, it's going to be used for the real thing soon. I want the guillotine thing to stop. Okay. It's got to stop. Okay, calm down. Ray Unleashed. Uh, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, I am here. Okay. (laughs) 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 Smallmouth Bass Kurt uh, tweets, I still don't trust either side on a vaccine on this thing this fast. You know, I kind of do because it's Trump. I wouldn't trust it if it was the Democrats. And they have thrown billions multiple multiple billions at this thing i mean they have they have gone after this like they've gone after nothing else uh on the medical side in i I don't know how long maybe since polio they've really gone after it and so i think you know when you put everybody on it there were what 117 american companies on it and now three of them are close to yeah are are close 
to uh, come into the market? We'll see. King Phil is awful, tweets, I agree, Pat, the left doesn't want a treatment for COVID. They do not value human life. Lockdowns are to destroy the, the economy and more lives. Exactly right. Uh, get off my lawn, tweets. No, when we lose golf, <laughs> not hockey, I guess, we've reached critical mass. I mean, that could happen. <laughs> it could. I don't know why you're... No, I'm, not, I'm not laughing at that. Okay. I'm just, I thought of a joke earlier. Uh, overtaxed Iowa tweets, Jeffy, Chris... Jeffy needs to interview a professional rock skipper. Oh, we've yes, yes we've just discussed that. We, we actually have. I, that will happen on <clears throat> Chewing the Fat, I promise you. From Libertarian Porcupine, how dare you judge rock skippers? <laughs> Let he without sin so, skip the first rock. So I teased the, the <laughs> I was looking. I don't think it happened this year, the, the 52nd annual Michigan Stone Well, Justin skipping. told us. Okay, okay he I came in. He came in here spewing his lies. And said that... The, the champions of these rock skipping contests. This ain't no downstream competition. This okay. isn't some, you know, we're not talking about lacrosse here. We're talking about rock skipping. Okay. Thank you. He said they went up to $98. And, and that's a lie. $98. That's a lie. This guy's a liar. Uh, okay. So, first, let me say congratulations to Kurt Steiner, who I will talk to on Chewing the Fat. He's the Guinness World Record holder for stone skipping. How many times? 88 times. That's a lie. Nobody can <laughs> skip a rock 88 times. 88 times. He is that considered, doesn't seem possible, does it? He is a, considered among the <laughs> professional rock stars to compete. Well, yeah, he threw it 80, skipped 88 it 88 times. times. Now, but that that's amazing. Now, the, the last year uh, up in Michigan on Mackinac Island, I love Mackinac Island. It's a grand hotel. I mean, Who doesn't? I think we're all there. I think we all feel that way, Jeffy. You ever been? No. <laughs> but I've seen... Okay. A rock skipping competition at Mackinac Island. Okay, so he uh, beautiful. The winner of the mm-hmm. Mackinac Island contest, the fifty-first winner, Maxwell Steiner. I'm guessing is a relation to Kurt, but I don't know that. He won. He didn't come close to the eighty-eight times, but he won with twenty skips. Okay. All right. Last year, two thousand nineteen, and he took home uh, the prize money of the Grand Hotel Goblet. Is what you win. All right. The Grand for the Michigan uh, rock skipping contest. So the Grand Hotel Goblet. Stuffed with, and I don't know if this is sponsor oh, money. This prize money is in the goblet. And I, well, you yes. got to believe Nike has funneled some serious cash into this. This is going to be. I don't know if the grand is it Nike hotel, or is it I, Coke. I don't know. I don't know. If they it's probably the, fight over who I don't gets know if to it's sponsor the Adidas it. goblet. I don't know who's you know what it is. You know, mm-hmm. but it is stuffed. <laughs> stuffed with. And I want an apology for how much cash? Too, with this lies of ninety eight dollars. All right, two hundred bucks. $200. I mean, wow. tell me you're not getting into the rock skipping contest. I'm not getting into right the rock now. skipping contest ahead, business. Me. I do. You could. I'm not, That's what I'm saying. I'm not getting into it. it. I knew it. <laughs> 200 now, bucks. <laughs> well, you know, it couldn't be massive, right? It just can't be massive. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, you did. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't, yeah, I know, didn't that. know that. First of all, uh, first of all, that's a real skill. That's a real skill. It is. Try to skip a rock 88 times on water. Thank you. Even with the Potosti scones from Michigan, the small sandwich, mm-hmm. you got to get them just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can't be wider than three inches, right? Well, that was the one contest. I, I don't know about the Michigan contest. They okay. might have different rock rules. <laughs> <laughs> you come, come walking on the Mackinac Island with your little Nike-sponsored mm-hmm. rocks. Right? The swoosh rocks. Uh, no, no, my friend. Those were good times. 
when we used to do that. Those right? days, those days don't come back. Those are good times. You right don't there. get the, the Nike, You don't get those days back. The no. swoosh stamped rock. <laughs> no, you don't. Those are gone. Yeah, COVID. Those days Thanks are gone. COVID. COVID killed it. Yeah. So that's sad. Yeah. You know, the days of Jerry Falwell at Liberty University are gone too. Uh, you've right? been following this sad, sad story. It's a sad side. I mean, I I don't know that I'd call it a sad story, but Seriously? yes, I that's have because you don't fall- know Jerry Falwell. I've been, I've been following you? it. Have you ever met Jerry Falwell? He's never his wife? been in the same room as me and his yeah. wife. No, uh, we've been there a couple of times. Good, it's a good guy, and this really is sad to me. And uh, it's it's everybody's piling on now. I know some other kid came out, yeah, and said that. He he was over there for a, he was yeah, at the their house practice. for band practice. <laughs> Makes you want to come over and play guitar, doesn't it? It sure does. <laughs> and I guess he stayed the night quite a few times. Was a friend of their son or something? And of course, he, he, he claims. I, then Becky did something with him, and he claims that uh, he <clears throat> didn't. Uh, he didn't say no. I th- the the first time. And- no, he did say no the first time. Uh, yeah, yeah. He he told her uh, he convinced her to leave, and then he came back another time, and she was a little more aggressive. He says, uh, "Okay." So I mean, this we is like the third or fourth person who has said that you know they've been involved, and you know they're calling uh, Jerry and Becky have said these are lies. So I hope that's yeah. true. I, I hope I hope it's not yeah. True. And they have denied. You know, they they have not denied the affair. Right, the right? first one. But and but they have denied all the other stuff. They've denied even that Jerry watched. Correct. Which is good because that would be very very weird. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, if you want to be judgmental about things, fine. Speaking of which, uh, Becky's statement yesterday or the day before—I don't know where she was. She said she wishes people were more forgiving, like the Savior. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, duh. <laughs> it, it would be nice if we were all more like him in every way, wouldn't it? Uh, but, I mean, this just happened, right? Yeah. Give us a minute to digest yeah. it. Yeah. Give us it's a second. Yeah, I mean, that. Because we're just finding out some really yeah. weird things about the Falwell family. True or not. We need to chew on them and think True. about them. And, yeah. And look, I, I I don't have anything to forgive her for. She didn't do it to me. She didn't do anything to me. And so, but I will say this about forgiveness, if I, if I could. You're going to, so go ahead. Okay. I mean, it is Pat I, wa- I want to get down to the heart of the matter because the flesh is weak and the, the mind seems to scatter, but I think it's about forgiveness. I, I think it's about forgiveness, even if... You know, you don't you don't love them anymore. That's what I think. Okay, so that's just my so <laughs> that's my two cents right there. It's about forgiveness, even if even if even if they don't love you anymore. So that's where I am now on the whole forgiveness <laughs> thing. <laughs> what I was actually yeah. going to say about forgiveness is that uh, you know, just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean you have to allow allow the fe- uh, offending party back into your life necessarily we don't you could ha- forgive them but not give them another chance to do whatever it is they did to you right for instance like <clears throat> you could forgive them at liberty university but that doesn't mean you're gonna have them come back to liberty university right you know what i mean 
Right. We hope they get your life together, and we're you know we're very sad that this happened, and we absolutely right. understand that they're struggling, and we do forgive them. We do forgive you, but I'm sorry we still can't allow you to have anything yeah. to do Park with the space school. Is lost. Wouldn't be appropriate anymore. But we love you. We forgive you. We wish you the best. Good luck. God bless. Drive safely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's your ten and a half so, million. Yeah. Get out. Oh, and that salves a lot of pain right there. The ten and a half million dollars. That's a nice little, okay, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to go away quietly. Right. Thank you for the $10 million. Ten and a half million. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, 888-900-3393. Let's go to Michael um, in Missouri. Hey, Michael, you're on the blaze. Bingo. There you go. Nicely nice. done. Nice. Nicely done. All right, so, Michael, where did your bingo occur? Right down the center column. Those days don't come back. Okay, just did that. Mm-hmm. Out with my real ones, trying to get some money. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's what yeah, I've missed. We that. need to have a conversation. Right. You just had the jihad just about a- the guillotines, which is mine too. I can't stand this. Oh man. And then what kind of freak? <laughs> and what? Which kind of freak? It's horrifying. Congratulations, uh, congratulations, Michael. What uh, What do you want from the Pat Gray store thing that we do and do well, so well? I, I I collect coffee cups, so I'm going to get a Blaze coffee cup. I nice. Think. Love it. That's nice. I appreciate it. It's going to go right. right next to that chewing the fat coffee cup that you can get there. At. Well, I'm paying for yours, Jeffy. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Was that Thank like you. a little slam? Thank Is that you. what that was? I th- no. no. He, was saying, <laughs> he was saying he already has it, I thought. Uh, all right. Thanks a lot, Michael. Did we already get the information from you? Nope. We need to go back to... All right, hang on a second. Oops, sorry. Uh, oh! Oh, darn. Oh. <laughs> Too bad you said that blaze. Yeah, thing. sorry. Oh, darn. Oh, darn it. Call back. We'll try to answer. <laughs> no, we don't get those calls back. <laughs> <laughs> those calls don't come oh, back. Oh, oh, darn it. Nobody there. That's a shame. Uh, 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter. I love this story about the, and it, I, I don't know if you saw this, Jeffy. Can you read about this? Did you see this in the paper today? Did you read about this? This tattoo addict who uh, has gone to such extremes that he has spent over 6,000 pounds on body modifications. 6,000 pounds, I think, is, I don't know, eight or 10,000 American? Oh, I was going to say, I thought I figured it was like 18 bucks. No, no, it's a lot. It's, I mean, the pound is, I, I think it is the highest valued currency on earth. Um, but this, this German guy, Sandro from Finn Sturwald, he's wow. known on social media as Mr. Skullface. Why? Yeah. Because he's got the tattoo of skull Skullface, yeah. on his face. And so what he just <laughs> what he just did was he had his ears removed. Wow. Yeah, there's so he would look more like a skull. Yeah. Cuz skulls impressive. don't have ears. I don't know if you're aware of that. I, I actually I am. That's so impressive. <laughs> How Bizarre is that? Impressive. Oh, there he is. Uh, There's his. Wow. Oof. Okay, that had to hurt, right? Yeah, skull man. And then there he is uh, with his ears still intact. There he is with his ear in the jar. That's that's attractive. That's impressive. Look, the guys have said put the put the horns in under the skin. You know. Yeah, that's body modification. That is creepy. Uh, I you know I understand the ink. Don't get me started on the ink. I understand that. You, you understand used, it? You get used to the burn. You get used to the ink. Yeah. I mean, yeah, really? Yeah, I'm well on my way. 
I understand that. You're well on your uh, way. Yeah, yeah. Show us a tat or two, <laughs> I can't if you right would. Because I didn't realize it. you were all tatted yeah. up. Well, huh? That's all right. I know you did. Okay. This might surprise you. I don't have a single tat. Really? Yeah, that's not me. Not I, one. Come I on, know that tat. surprises a lot not of people. Not one tat. Not. I don't one. know that I believe it, but okay. But you know who loves say. the tats? You know who does? Employers. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> they are all over this guy. Uh, without the ears and the skull head, man, they love it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You'd almost think that so, it would be the opposite. I, you'd think it might be, but uh, no, they love it. And you know who else? Chicks dig the tat look well, with no ears. Listen, my friend. <laughs> you say that jokingly, but there are some serious... <laughs> no, this there's, guy... There's some tat bunnies out there. Here's what he says. My appearance has had a huge impact on my chances of getting a job because a lot of companies are still very conservative and prefer to go with the flow. You think... Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, really? we live on planet Earth, <laughs> so yeah. An employer is going to have a problem with your earless skull head. Weird. <laughs> sorry, that's Weird. we're really freaky that way. We're just and chicks, man. He said, I think I've been re- often rejected from jobs because of my appearance. I'm also single. <laughs> no, well, that's because he chooses to be single. Do you oh, mean on. there are no babes who? Are they so hateful that they turn you down I for a date? I find that hard to believe. Just because you had your ears removed I from think, your head? I think he's. I think he's single by choice. No, I think those are picky women. Because man. there's too many chicks. Too many? Really? Yes, I and, think that's okay. The there's too big a choice, and he just why can't get married? Choose. Right. That's a good point. How about you tonight? Okay, come on. Okay. Well, not not just single in in that he's not married. He's he's single in that he doesn't have a girlfriend. And he's sort That's of I mean. lamenting that. Why would you have a girlfriend when yeah, you can choose your There's too many. Choice. Too many, right. Okay, all right. Well, that's a good it's explanation. It's like a smorgasbord every night. And again, guy goes with my theory. Employers love the tats. Chicks, Chicks love dig the tats. The tats. <laughs> I bet you there's some guys out there that dig the tats too, Mr. I don't like guys. Well, he just mentioned girls, oh, so okay. it's not that okay. there's anything wrong with okay. whatever else he would have been into. Because we all know that's great. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Don't you dare say anything no, about it either. I wouldn't. Wow. I would not. I mean, it's bad enough that I feel <clears throat> like you're pushing up against no, the ink. No, no, no. I'm not pushing up against the ink at all. I okay. love it. I think it's a good look. When yeah. you start doing it on your face and your head and stuff, yeah. I love that. Like the whole Mike Tyson thing. Uh, you know, look, when you when you get addicted, mm-hmm. like some of us are, to, yeah. to the ink. <laughs> really? And, yeah. Again, you and, can't show us just uh, one of well, them? Uh, and uh, <laughs> you show me the ones down your arm. Up to your I've got well, I've got a bandaid on the new uh, one that okay. I just had. Well, show you us can't an old see one. It. I can't pull it off. Yeah, that's all right, it. all right. But uh, you know, you get addicted to the ink. So once you get to the point where everything is inked, mm-hmm. yeah, and all that's left uh, is the extremities that show, right? Your hands, right? Your neck, you know, above the yeah. above the face. Then you just kind of feel like, well, what the? I'm going to do that too. Just go. When you're 40 years old or 50 years old, and you're like, "What?" I will tell you. Yeah, I will tell you a story. What did I do? My first father-in-law, when he was in the Navy, he got all tatted up, and I mean, like he wore along. I mean, from his wrists all, you know, because he was embarrassed by. And uh, after he got home, he said it was the biggest mistake he ever. Oh wow! 
Yeah, and then what do and you he do? Wor- well, he worked in. I mean, he was a, he was a, a you know a, a middle worker boss man, but he wore long sleeves and long pants everywhere he went mm. for the rest of his life. Now, you know, again, he was my first father-in-law, and I don't really care about him, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you the story about it. It's kind of sad. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So it's okay. Yeah, right. But I mean, I, he was really he was really embarrassed by it. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe somebody tats, would love him their whole life. A few I don't know. tats, eh, big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big deal. You know that. I sure you like the that. one. I, I got mom emblazoned on my back. Takes up the entirety you know of my back. My favorite is uh, I have I have Betty, Betty, Betty. Really? Swing, yeah. I just have the mom and then the American Eagle. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty cool. Actually, <laughs> that's very cool. I'd show you, but uh, it would take too long to <laughs> pull up my shirt. Uh, yesterday we were talking about uh, somebody. Oh, it was uh, Putin on a Ritz who lives in Helena, Montana. Uh, oh yeah. Who who let us know that Helena, Montana elected a black mayor. Right. Helena, Montana is 0.4% well, black. Yeah, that's what the 2010 census is. We don't know what kind of influx they've had since right. 2010. It could be so. all the way up to 0.5 by now. We Correct. don't know. Correct. They could have exploded wanna... in town. <laughs> uh, so we are so racist in this country that a, a city with that kind of demographic right. uh, breakdown elected a black mayor. Zero and then we find 4%. out something even better, though. He's even... also... Now, one of the whitest cities in America, keep in mind, again, they have not just elected a black mayor, but also an immigrant... Incredible. ...from Africa. Black mayor. I mean, that is so amazing. It sure is. Nobody... Who does that? In, show me the town in... Sweden and Switzerland that's all white except for one black guy in town and he's the mayor. Show me that place. There aren't any. This is the most accepting country yes. on earth by far. Yes. By far. And nobody ever talks about that. I just think that's great. His name is Wilmot Collins, by the way. And he beat a four-time incumbent to win the office. That is, that's amazing. That shows you the corruption they have. 